0: Time for another, that's my team, we've done the Warriors this hour, time to do the Storm. Uh, the man, his mum, and the judge calls Daniel Watson-Hayes, but everybody else calls Gobbo from the Stormcast podcast joins us. Uh, g'day mate, how are you? Good, thanks
1: Ricardo, how are you mate?
0: Yeah, good, thank you mate, good. Uh, what did you make of that uh, last preseason season head out in Christchurch against the Warriors? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good
1: head out for both Teams obviously you, you take trials as a grain of salt, uh, a, a grain of salt, and um, you sort of just want to see the the newbies come through. You want to see some coordination, uh, some, some of the big stars blow out a little bit, get get a few uh, Ks in the legs uh, in in preparation for round one. But I thought both uh, I, I thought both uh, the Warriors and the Storm showed some some really good signs. Obviously, the first half was rather clunky, and to be expected that. They haven't played a lot of football and they haven't probably touched a lot of football. It's more about getting uh, the conditioning up to speed for what is going to be a very long, arduous year. Um, but no, positive signs
0: for both your warriors and uh, my storm. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, let's talk about some of the the players you've lost. Uh, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich have gone to the Dolphins. Uh, so has Felice Calfusi. Mm. Uh, the cheese has gone to the Roosters. Um, those are, are big losses. You know, I mean, that's four of uh, a potential uh, forward pack, right? I mean, uh, uh, how do you think that the club are dealing with that, and, and how do you feel about not having those guys at the club anymore?
1: Yeah, look, I'll, I'll premise this by saying that just on the Dolphins, um, I'm not sure if you have managed to catch the, the game on the weekend against the against the Titans, mm. um, Ricardo. But you know, you've got experts, media commentators coming out and saying, going on about the Storm losing so much experience with, as you've already alluded to, uh, Felice Capuzzi and the Bromwich brothers leaving. That same experience was on show in, in the Dolphins' trial against the Titans. Now, Father Time remains undefeated. Now, what I mean by that is that is that they're a year older and they looked a year older. They looked a year slower. And those signs have been there probably for the last 12 to, to 18 months. I think all Storm fans would, would agree with that. So whilst they've been loyal servants and they've, they've served the, the purple jersey very, very well, um, I think the Storm have done the right thing opting for youth, and I think it'll end up proving to be the case as the season unfolds. Um, they've got a younger Christian Welsh, a younger Aaron Pene who's obviously uh, had a bit of a quick stint over at, uh, at the Warriors. He's come back home. They've got, obviously, uh, the, the Man Mountain, Nelson of Sof- uh, Sof- Solomona. They've got young Trent Liero, and they've picked up Eli Katola as well. All who have a lot of Energy, enthusiasm, and exuberance, uh, which the older, experienced, and uh, ageing um, uh, Bromwich brothers and, and, and Felice Capusi, um that are now uh, at Dolphin. So, I think, I think in the In the short term, potentially, but I think as the season goes on, I think we'll start to see that Melbourne made the right decision
0: yeah it's interesting uh you mentioned that because it does look to me I was talking to uh a couple of people the other day about this, and you know saying the dolphins for the spoon, and a few of them were like, "Well." You know, it's Wayne Bennett never write them off and and people suggesting that maybe the Dragons might be a better bet for the Spoon. But, yeah, it does have the feel of it. it's it's a Queensland country club and uh, they're all up there in semi-retirement.
1: Very much so, very much so. And and that's, uh, I I think, any any new franchise doesn't want to be seen as a transit lounge, and that's something that they've got to obviously contend with. Uh, I understand the... You know, the method behind the madness, I suppose, of going and signing uh, experienced forwards because it's not so much what the Bromwich brothers and what Felice Capusi and Mark Nichols etc. are going to be doing during the week. Uh, I mean, on the weekend. It's more about what they're doing Monday to Friday, their, their, their preparation, what they're doing away from the field. And that'll sort of set a culture which will hopefully help the Dolphins uh, in, in, in the near future. But yeah. um, alas... That's the
0: Dolphins. Let's talk about the Storm. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, you got Harry Grant still there, obviously, but you have lost Brandon Smith. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you had two great hookers. Uh, I mean, for me, I think Brandon Smith could be a great lock as well and he did yeah. get used there a few, a few times. So uh, losing Brandon Smith, what does that mean for your depth? Uh, you know, who have you got coming up behind Harry Grant? Is there some kid out of reserve grade that we haven't heard of over here that you, you expect to see get a, a few minutes?
1: You would have seen uh, Tyron Wishart come on the field mm. uh, late last week. Yep. And he is hes a bit of a utility. So I, I, I refer to him as more of like a Swiss army knife. He can fill in at nine. He can fill in at six, seven. He got thrown at fullback last year. I think he even played a game in the wing when one of the players went down. Might have been Xavier Coates. Um, so I'm expecting him to fill the 14 jersey. Um, he's played... Uh, a, a, a little bit of hooker when he was coming through the Illawarra Steelers, St George Illawarra system, and one thing with Tyron Wishart is that he's he's bigger this year, so he's gone into his um, his second NRL preseason, and like anything, organically you get bigger because you're exposed to to more weight training and and, and power work, etc. Um, he's obviously a year older, which means that he's going to fill out. he's, he's only a kid; he's only twenty going on oh, he's only 21 going on 22 so he's still got a lot of growing to do from a physiological perspective but the thing that um, I, I suppose stands out for me is he's got really really good leg speed and that was one thing that Brandon Smith brought Brandon Smith brought really really good leg speed in and around that ruck when he wanted to go for a dart so I'm expecting Tyron Wishart to be that number 14 there's also uh, uh, two, two players. One is Bronson Garlick, who came on and played uh, nine uh, for, the, for the remaining 15, 20 minutes of that trial on the weekend. And there's a young and up-and-coming hooker, which you may recognise the surname, Cole Geyer, mm. son of Matt Geyer, former Storm legend. Um, and he's also the godson of Cameron Smith, um, so he's on he's on a development contract. He's played a little bit in the trials. Um, the Storm have a very high opinion of him. Uh, and being on a development uh, list contract, he isn't eligible to play until at least round 11 or thereafter. So in the meantime, I think Tyron Wishart probably will be that number 14 if uh, Harry Grant doesn't get through 80 minutes. But the thing with Harry Grant is he's got a very big motor which was probably the, the negative against um, Brendan Smith, where he can tire out very quickly. And I, I agree with you. I actually think uh, the, the hectic cheese is a better 13 than he is a nine, but time will tell.
0: Time will tell. And Tyron Wishart as well. Uh, you talk, talk about uh, sons of, of, of famous footballers. His old man Rod could kick a goal or three. Is, is, any idea how Tyron is off the tee?
1: Yeah, um, just on what what uh, the storm sort of show on their social media um, kicks a few goals at training and whatnot, but I think he's I think he's down the pecking order. But um, hopefully he's ahead of Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster couldn't kick a cow in the guts.
0: (laughs) Uh, well, we've talked about who you lost. Let's talk about who you got. Uh, you, you've already mentioned Aaron Penney. He's coming from the Warriors. You've got uh, Alicia Katoa, who's who looked really good in that second half uh, for the Storm on the weekend. And, and Tarek Sims as well, who uh, that could, be, could prove to be signing of the season. He's, uh, he's, he's a big body. He's, he's clever. Uh, he's got a great offload. Uh, he's solid in defence. Uh, what do you make of that move?
1: Yeah, very, very, um, very smart and astute signing. And even when he did originally put pen to paper, he was making all the right, all the right words, uh, making all the right sounds and noises in terms of he's taking he's taking a significant haircut to come to Melbourne Storm, um, which to me shows that well he's achieved a lot in his career, and the thing that's currently eluding him is a premiership ring. So I think he's made his intentions known. And from, from again, we, we talk about, you know, the, the, uh, the prophet of doom, everyone that's writing people off in, uh, the storm off in terms of losing so much experience. The good thing with Tarek Sims is, is that you, all you've got to do is cast your mind back to o- origin last year. He was still playing state of origin. So he's still a high-quality rep player. Um, he's got the capacity to play on an edge as well as do an equal, if not better, job in the middle. So I'm expecting he'll probably uh, come on and um, play as a middle forward, and really sort of help that middle third rotation with Christian Welsh, uh, solomona Tui Kamita, Josh King. So it's a, it's quite a formidable middle, uh, and then you throw it Aaron Penne in there as well, who's who's a big body. So they're, they're, that that storm pack is still still starting to look rather. Um, uh, threatening in, in from from an in, intimidation perspective, so I think Tarek Sims will bring some some um, some lessons in terms of uh, aggression. Um, hopefully, he can curb that curb, curb curb that aggression and channel it in the right ways because he's had a bit of a, a rap sheet at the judiciary in, in recent times. But um, still a quality player, and I think his experience will help those younger players as well, like Alicia Catola and Trent Laero and uh, Joe Chan who's uh, obviously joined the club from Lee Catalans in the Super League, son of Alex.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting to see uh, how he develops and, and comes through this season. All right, well, uh, you know, game one, uh, you got the, the Eels. Uh, what do you expect that 13 to look like? If, you, if you're ache, what's your starting 13?
1: Well, I don't think they're going to be at full strength. And uh, obviously with the injuries to Ryan Pappenhausen and um, now Justin Ollum, who um unfortunately has has a fractured arm out of the first trial down in Geelong against the roosters. So they're not going to be there at their at their very best. Um traditionally Melbourne Storm always start the year very very well and I mean I think they've won 20 from 21 under Bellamy in terms of their round one games. The only one they didn't win was because they had a bye. So it's quite a remarkable record. They'll they'll be backing themselves Bellamy will have them prepped, ready for round one. But I'm, the, I'm actually expecting them to have a slower start in 2023. But once they get their key recruits back in and Pappenhausen is once again at full fitness uh, and Olem is back and they really have that sort of continuity and start building that cohesion in the spine of the 167 and 9 and they, they, they really build that. I'm expecting them to come home like a wet sail. So traditionally they start well and they sort of teeter off. I'm expecting the opposite this year. I'm expecting a, uh, a, a big a big end of the season if, if they can stay fit. All
0: right. Uh, well, what about then, uh, on a flip side, uh, we've talked about all the, uh, the players that you've managed to shift on, the players that have come in. Is, is there a player that's still at the club that you'd happily drive to another club?
1: As in uh Move wouldn't on. mind seeing yeah, okay. I was gonna say wouldn't mind seeing the, the door hitting them on the proverbial on the way out. <laughs> yeah, um, that
0: one, yeah. Probably
1: Yeah, yeah, probably George Jennings. Um uh I, I think he's surplus to requirements. I, I know everyone says that the storm are a little bit thin in the outside backs, but he's never he's been a player that's always been a bit rocks and diamonds. On his day he can be a great player. Um but then in saying that too. He's, he can be he, he can be quite uh, indecisive in terms of being able to read defense now um, being on a wing and being able to sort of read opposition shape um, he's from my observations he struggles with that he struggles uh, confidently under the high ball and I suppose in the last couple of years hes, he's uh, the injuries are starting to mount as well so he's probably the one player.
0: All right, okay. Uh flip side of that then, uh you you've been a Storm fan for a long time. If you could parachute any storm player from the past in their pomp into this team, who are you picking? Cooper Crump. Right, that was easy, wasn't it? You didn't even have to think.
1: <laughs> no, he he's yeah, I, I still think it's a travesty he hasn't got a statue uh, down down at uh, Amy Park alongside Cameron Smith and and Billy Slater. What he did uh along with those two and, and Craig Vellamy to put Melbourne Storm on the map not only in Melbourne but what wide of Victoria and the state of Victoria um shouldn't be underestimated and everything that he's amounted to uh you know, premierships um you know he's the second most capped Melbourne Storm player uh, only behind Cameron Smith for 323 games to the club multiple finals games and yeah, I, I just think he, he was he was probably probably the uh, you, when you talk about the big tree, everyone talks about Kevin Smith, Billy Slater, and then Cooper Cronk. To me, it was the other way around. I think I thought I thought he was the maestro, he was the orchestrator, he was the one calling the shots. Um, yeah, very very big rap. I know he, I know he left um, and went to uh, went to Bondi, but um, you know I, I, I'm conveniently erasing those two years from my memory and I'm just going to focus on the, uh, on the, on the 16 years of service. He gave the purple Jersey. Yep. Uh, super crump, super yeah. crump for sure. All
0: right, Gobbs. before we let you go, mate, uh, last question for you. Uh, one to 17, where did the storm finish on the ladder in 2023?
1: If I had to put my, my last $10 on it, um, as I've already prefaced, uh, I think they're going to finish the season strongly if they, if they stay fit. I can see them sitting fourth, at worst, sixth. Okay. So I'll
0: go fourth. Go fourth. Fourth it is. Go fourth, young fella. Gobbs, thank you very thank much you very for your much, time, Rick. mate. And uh, keep up the good work at the uh, Stormcast as well, which is the official podcast of the Melbourne Storm Rugby League Club. Where can people find that, mate?
1: Mate, it's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.
0: Beautiful. Go well, gobs. Have a great season, mate, and enjoy it. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks, Rick. Cheers, Cheers, mate. mate.